Welcome to episode 045. Our children don't need us to save them. They need us to save ourselves. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. Beautiful one, just a quick reminder before we dive into today's episode that my new online membership group, Practical Magic Spiritual Medicine, is now ready for you to dive into. Private Facebook group where each month, under a beautiful theme, I share with you beautiful tools, spiritual medicine practices energetic experiences, meditations, EFT practices, visualizations, and so much more. A space for you to connect within, a space for you to receive the magic and the medicine that you need, and all for only $11 a month. The price will be going up on May 8th to $29 a month. So to get this early bird rate and lock it in for the life of your membership, please head over to clarabade.com slash FB group. This month, we are diving into the experience of our chakras, learning to work with them in a way that feels really supportive to cleanse and open them and bringing in some practices that will support you throughout the month. I can't wait to welcome you into our beautiful little group and hope that you will bring in the medicine and the magic that you need in your life right now love and light to you and I hope that you love today's episode. Welcome. So maybe if you've been following along with me on Instagram or any other platform, you'll know that I'm in a season of deep learning. Over a year ago, I attended a workshop which was completely on a whim with a beautiful woman named Nancy Valentine. It was quite different to what I was used to, but yet at the same time, I felt profoundly comfortable in her space and with this very large group of people that showed up that day. Nancy has this incredible shamanistic quality to her and she is able to activate energies, call on magical beings. Literally, she channeled dragons when we were there. And she works with different realms and crystal energy and liquid light and light language in a way that I can't really describe. And a lot of it was completely new to me. A lot of it is probably quite mystical and magical and fanciful and maybe some people think it's really woo and out there. Either way, I remember feeling incredibly grounded at this event and that I was receiving something uh, that I couldn't cognitively compute, but it felt very gentle and that I was absolutely meant to be receiving this. 
Following on from that workshop, literally the next day, a light bulb went off in my head after what felt like years of confusion and uncertainty. And I ended up enrolling in not one, (laughs) but three trainings on trauma, somatic healing and furthering my EFT skills, all of which had not actually entered my heart or my mind prior to that day. Since then, I have been in a big cycle of up-leveling. On one hand, that's been a very cognitive, intellectual space to be in, a very uh, studious plane, I guess, so much study. But there's also been a huge internal upgrade, a process that's been unfolding on an emotional, energetic and spiritual plane that has had me really have to come face to face with who I am on many, many levels. This year alone, 2020, I've already completed a breathwork training. I've attended a breathwork workshop. I've had multiple energy healings that I, again, didn't plan or know were coming my way. I am now in the middle of a Mary Magdalene and Rose teaching online retreat. And I'm part of an embodied leadership mastermind with the beautiful Julie Tenner. And soon I'm about to begin an embodied transformation five-month training with some of the world's leading somatic therapists, neuroscience geeks and embodiment experts. Like, what? (laughs) So, at the moment, I also can't get enough of podcasts, of energy healing sessions, of sacred ceremonies, of anything that relates to my own personal healing work as well. I do not feel like I'm in the shadow, but I feel like I am stepping more now into a light-filled stage of my growth. I'm also blessed to be surrounded by soul sisters who willingly and intuitively connect me to just share healing or balances or something that they feel that would be right for me at this moment. I mean, pinch me. I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed. I have support now that I have been calling in for years. And I've had mentors and guides on my journey who have contributed to my own awakening and growth in such a profound way and who still contribute, even if I'm not working one-on-one with them anymore. So why am I sharing all of this? I'm absolutely not sharing any of it to gloat or to just sit here and go, wow, look at me, look at everything that I'm doing. This is a cycle that is the other side of what has felt like overwhelming stagnancy for many years. In fact, from when I first birthed my daughter and therefore birthed myself as a mother, I have been in what has felt like a deep transition And within that transition, it's felt very, very confusing and very uncertain. There wasn't and hasn't been much time and space for anything else other than being part of that birthing experience as a mother. I was not meant to, truthfully, deep dive into anything else other than being in motherhood, being in the lessons of motherhood, sitting in the shadows and the inner child wounds and working with the red thread that has all come forth through motherhood. Birthing myself as a woman and a mother has been all-consuming and still is, and maybe you really resonate with that too. So I'm sharing this, this precursor to today's conversation about where I'm at right now because it is the other side of where I have been. And although I still feel like I'm in transition, I feel like I'm in a really beautiful yum cycle now that is leading me to something else because I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it now and I've been guided here. And it's all part of what feels like a soul reshaping, a slow burning over the embers of life. 
scorching me and forging me, sometimes powerfully in a ferocious fire and sometimes quite gently. But it feels like an alchemical process. I'm alchemizing who I am now and who I was before into who I'm becoming. I can't really tell you what that is. I'm still in the becoming stage. I'm not yet fully standing in it, but I'm not sure I ever will either. So this is no small thing, right? And I know that this particular cycle will end soon. It is a cycle all seasons move and change into something else. Presently, this pandemic, though, that we're in has provided me with so much inner space to go hell for leather with this season of deep learning and deep growth. I am just feeling so blessed and kind of giddy and high on life that I have all of this that I can sink my teeth into and my heart into and really open up into so many powerful energies and vibrations and experiences. My morning practice alone just feels so special because, of course, I didn't have that for years. Every morning, because my husband is home now, I get to stay in bed for 20 minutes and I do a breathwork journey, a mini one, then I move into stillness and quiet and then I move into a little tapping session which usually drops me into a bit of a meditative state. Ah, it just feels so good. So again, you're probably thinking, why are we sharing all this? I thought this had something to do with our children not needing us to save them. Well, it does. So hold, hold space with me. In amongst all of this learning, there has been one particular thread that I'm going to share with you today. It began during a mentorship experience with Marianne C., who, if you don't know who I'm talking about, please go back and listen to previous episodes. There's two of them. I think it's episode 29 from the first season and quite an earlier, I wish I could remember the number, I'm sorry, episode in the second season, which we're in now. So this particular woman, her and I were working on this one element of my growth specifically centered around my soul embodiment and being embodied here in this human vessel, being grounded and belonging here on earth. And this started to revolve around the dynamic between myself and my daughter Soleil, also with Raphael, but for brevity, I'm just going to focus on the Soleil element. I wasn't really feeling it as her mother. I was kind of clashing with her a lot. Our dynamic felt really icky and challenging at times, and I wasn't enjoying our relationship. And it often made me feel resentful of being a mother and made me feel like I wanted to just disconnect and disassociate from life. I felt really triggered by her and very disconnected from what should have been a powerfully loving relationship with her. Granted, within all of this, I had a new baby. So, of course, there was this huge adjustment, adjustment period, but it felt very overwhelming. Now, in one of our sessions, and this came up more than once, Marianne was able to tune into Soleil and receive what was at the time quite a shocking message, but yet also simultaneously an incredibly special, authentic and true to my heart message. Soleil made it very clear that she felt suffocated by my attempts to be everything to her, to hold her through life, to provide her with the support and love she needed. And she wanted me to back off. Now, let me be clear here, because that sounds contradictory to what I was feeling, which was disconnected, triggered, frustrated. All of what she was talking about was energetic. So even though in my head I was thinking that I felt disconnected and triggered and frustrated by her and our relationship, energetically I was suffocating her. I was too much in her energy space. I was clinging to her. 
out of fear of not doing right by her, out of my own inner child core wounds coming forward and um, directing the show of our relationship, directing the dynamic of our relationship. I was so uh, subconsciously afraid of hurting her, of not providing her with the emotional support that she needed, that I was overwhelming her with my intensity and energetic suffocation. And her beautiful soul was asking me to step back. She was asking me to loosen that energetic grip. In fact, both her and Raphael sent this message through to me. And it was clearly this, Mama, do not do it like this anymore. You do you. Look after you. Put yourself first. Worry about you. And in doing that, we are okay. We will be good. We will get what we need. I just had to breathe for a moment. Can you let that land? Just let that land. You do you first. Hmm. So I feel like I'm on the back end of that lesson and it's really integrated in my cells. And I really felt that when I was listening to this amazing chat with Brené Brown interviewing Glennon Doyle. This is an absolute must-listen, guys. I'll pop it into the show notes for you. And Glennon summarized what I've just spoken about in one perfect line. And that line was, our children don't need us to save them. They need us to save ourselves. Boom. (laughs) So that is how they learn how to be in this world and how to be their full authentic selves. And I know this to be true now. Do you want your children to be resilient? So you must be resilient first within yourself. Do you want your children to embody self-worth? So you must embody worthiness within yourself. Do you want your children to experience love and to know love? Then you must love yourself first. Do you want your children to feel supported? You must support yourself. Do you want your children to know how to follow their truth? Then you must unapologetically follow yours. Do you want your children to know they are deeply cared for? Then model that by caring for yourself. Do you want your children to really understand how to put themselves first? How to prioritise their needs? What self-care really looks like? Then you must prioritise yourself, your needs and put yourself first. So that's what I have been working on over the last year and part of the deep learning stage I'm in has contributed to that because I have absolutely needed to put my needs first and put them back on the top of the pile. I've had to prioritise my self-care. I've had to be unapologetic about the work I want to do in the world and my time to work. I've had to demonstrate how important going inward is for me. I've had to show them how I will care for myself in the moment whenever I need to, about how I will request and ask for space to breathe, about the love that I need for myself and asking for it and showing myself how important that is. I've had to own it all. And my relationship with my children has become deeper and richer and more profound. And yes, that's the same with my husband as well. The channel of love that I feel between myself and my children is now wide open and buzzing with vibrancy. Yes, they still irritate me. Yes, they still press my buttons. Yes, they still trigger me. Yes, I frequently want to just go, ah, can we just 
shush for a second. Stop. My voice does still raise. I do still yell. Right? Motherhood is still relentless and still exhausting at times. But the love, the channel of love, is no longer blocked by this feeling of wanting to disassociate or by this frustration or by this rubbing up against each other's edges that were preventing me from really connecting in a way that I knew I wanted to and needed to and that we both deserved to. So my child taught me that she needed me to save myself first and then that is how she can breathe. <sighs> that is how she can be herself fully. That is how she can land on earth in her body Think about what it feels like if somebody suffocates you. You recoil, you pull away, you disconnect, you disassociate, you run from that. The more I save myself, the more that I put myself first, the more that not only does she learn how to do that by witnessing it and being shown it in how I model that behavior, but the more energetically she feels she's able to be herself fully. She, doesn't, she didn't come here for saving she is going to step into her greatness when I can hold myself, save myself, nurture myself, love myself. In fact, that's her gift to me. She's come here as my guru to teach me how to care for myself, love myself more, own my worthiness and my needs, be my authentic self. She's come here to teach me more than I have ever come to teach or save her. And all she requires of me is to hold space for her to step into her power and her glory. She's not here for me to mold her or shape her or change her or teach her or guide her. She has more wisdom in her than I think I ever will have. Our children do not need us to save them. They need us to save ourselves. That's when they can shine. That's when they can be in their full power and glory. There are going to be so many moments in our journeys as mothers where we feel like we need to carry and cradle our children and that's okay. I'm not telling you to not love on them and to not nurture them and not feed them beautiful food and hold them when they cry. I'm not saying any of that. What I am saying though is where are you not saving yourself? Where are you not caring for yourself? Where are you not loving on yourself? Where are you not putting yourself first? How are they supposed to own and embody and learn all the things that you want them to have when they step into their adult experience if you're not doing it too? So let's really switch our mindset from having to cradle and hold these delicate flower beings that we think we have and saving them, but actually turning the light and the mirror back on ourselves, saving ourselves first and watching how that ripple effects into your children and their experience. Hmm. <clears throat> and when I think about this beautiful, incredible online membership that I spontaneously created a few weeks back, Practical Magic and Spiritual Medicine, it's a private membership group on Facebook that I just intuitively downloaded and felt called to create a sacred space that provides you with the opportunity for you to save yourself regularly. And what does that look like? Each month I share a theme with you and then that theme filters out into different practices, a visualization meditation or 
an EFT tapping session for you to clear blocks or an inner child experience or a ritual for you to connect to your soul or a breathwork practice for you to clear away what's standing in the way. A beautiful space where we can come into a monthly a virtual sacred circle as women, as mothers, as human beings, where we can come together and enjoy sacred space, tap into the magic and the medicine that is available to us, that will save you, that will support you, that will hold you. And by saving, I do not mean victim energy, poor you, poor delicate you that needs saving. No, I mean healing, growing, awakening, caring, nurturing. So if that feels like it's calling out to you, please follow the link in the show notes. Please join us, $11 a month. That price will go up to $29 a month on May 8th. Because actually, legitimately, and as much as this is uncomfortable for me to say this, what I'm offering is worth hundreds of dollars a month. But that's just what I received. I received the guidance to make this really, really accessible right now make it a space that you can easily be part of and that financially doesn't break the budget. I hope you'll join us there. And I hope if not, in your own way, you really take the message from this episode and consider how can I prioritize myself using the words, quote unquote, to save myself. What does that look like for me on a daily basis? What is my daily spiritual practice? What is my daily spiritual medicine what is the magic that I can bring into my life each day that makes me more connected to myself therefore fully and wholly more me and therefore fully and wholly more able to show up as a mother and give my children what they really need energetically I hope that is landing for you in your heart thank you for being with me on this call as I record it it's Easter Sunday whether you are Christian or not I hope you receive the blessings, the light, the new beginnings that you need at this time. And I'm sending you always so much love and light. And I am just one mama, one woman on the path to woke, the path of awakening. And I'm so grateful that you're here with me on this path too. Namaste, beautiful.